Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. When the Holy Ghost suddenly flashed across his spirit, Acts 10:38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And he said, instantly I saw Jesus as a healer, Satan as the oppressor. And other scripture then all through the Bible from the beginning to the end began to come to him as the Holy Ghost brought the revelation to him. Lord, he said, help me to preach that to my people. And he said, for 19 years then, see. See, from 75, 85 to, to 1894, he was here in 1895. Took him some time, came by ship. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, if I can believe that God laid my iniquities on Jesus, and because He laid my iniquities on Him, there is salvation for me, remission of sins, new birth, then I can also believe that this chapter tells me that he also laid my sickness and my disease on Jesus and I can believe for my healing exactly the same way that I believe for my new birth. Because it's in the same plan. It's in the same program. Hallelujah. I, I tell the illustration sometimes, make reference to this during one of my meetings, a woman brought her daughter, older lady, because her daughter was 36 years old. She brought her for prayer. This, this daughter was facing major surgery. Well, the Spirit of God revealed to me when they walked into the room that the daughter did not believe in divine healing and that she really didn't want to be prayed for. I knew that the minute I laid my eyes upon her just as much as I knew what my name was. But I didn't say anything right off. You see, she had never had any teaching on the subject of divine healing. Her mother had uh, gotten into, see, the children were all grown and married. They were raised in a denominational church. And they were all grown and married and away from home when the mother got baptized with the Holy Ghost and got over into a full gospel church, you see. Well, of course, the mother's concerned about this child. And it's still her child, even though she is 36 years old. Still her daughter. You know, you just can't force people into things. Even if they are your children or your kinfolks or whoever they are. They've got to make some choices and decisions for themselves. Are you listening to me? Oh, like Brother Lee Eller, one of our board members, you know, he was many years, you know, and connected with Full Gospel Benjamin. Some of the Full Gospel Benjamin went up to Kansas City and spoke there at the chapter meeting. Then they spoke in a local church there on Sunday. And he's, after being in our meeting, he's a great one, you know, to lay hands on folks to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So he said, uh, you know, they're praying for different ones. And he said that a, a, a great big lady brought her boy. Later on he learned he's 14. And he didn't look like he's old that old, but he's 14 years old up there, you know, and said, you know, pray for him to be baptized the Holy Ghost. He said, son, are you saved? He said, well, I, I guess so. He said, well, do you want to be baptized the Holy Ghost? And he rolled his eye, looked at my mom and said, she say I do. 
but you don't get something just because she say I do. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that right? See what I mean? In other words, it's not a matter. It, it, it's what he wants, not what his mother wants. And so it is with this lady. It's not what her, her mother wants. What about her? Amen. Her mother really had just sort of forced her into coming because her mother was financing the operation. She's very, very wealthy. In fact, this little town here in Oklahoma where I was preaching, she, she owned nearly everything in town. I mean, you, just one main business district, you know, at that time. Now they've added, but at that time, back in the early 50s, uh, there's only one business, you know, one main street, and she owned practically every building on both sides of the street. <laughs> and she, she's the most wealthy person in the city. And so she's going to finance this operation. And so uh, actually, you know, you don't, uh, somebody going to loan you several thousand dollars and finance an operation, you know, and they come and get you and want you to go for prayer. Well, you're not going to say no, you know. I mean, you just go along and say, well, not going to help do any good anyway, but I'll just go. And so I tried to talk to them. And every time, you know, I just sat down, sat down and this talk. See, people need to, before they're prayed for, need to be talked to. Well, that's what we talk to them in these services here. Sometimes they need to ask them some questions. And so the mother kept saying, well, I've driven a long ways and I've got to get her back here. No, she just wanted me to hurry up and pray. And I said, well, I don't want to be unkind about it, but if you're in that big a hurry, well, just load her up and take her back. I'm not praying. Well, all right then, she said. But every time I'd ask the daughter a question, the mother would answer it. And so then I finally said, now, I'm talking to her, and I don't want to be mean about it, but if you're not going to let her talk, now I'm not going to pray for her. Just might as well load her up and take her back home. Now, we don't want to be unkind, but I, I'll be honest with you. We, we have submitted to get to that we, we do rush through sometimes, but, but I think really we make a mistake. I remember when, when, uh, when Dr. Dowie, well, I wasn't alive then, but I, I read this from his own pen. He wrote it himself. That when he first came to America in 1895, now see, he had received in 1875 down there in Australia. He's pastor of First Congregation's Church in Sydney, Australia. And the bubonic plague came and he had buried 40 members of his church. He had five more people waiting to be buried. He had other people that were sick with the bubonic plague. There's no cure for it, you know. And so he, uh, he said, you know, he was sitting in his, in his study, he said, just praying, you know, said, dear God, looks like his whole congregation going to die. Is everybody going to die? Where did this plague come from? Is there any help? When the Spirit of God suddenly flashed in his spirit, Acts 10, 38. See, he's asking these questions. Where did the plague come from? Did you send it? You see? Where did it come from? Is it your will? Is my whole congregation going to die? When the Holy Ghost suddenly flashed across his spirit, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And he said, instantly, I saw it. Jesus is a healer. Satan is the oppressor. And other scripture then all through the Bible from the beginning to the end began to come to him as the Holy Ghost brought the revelation to him. Lord, he said, help me to preach that to my people. And he said, for 19 years then, see. See, from 75, 85 to, to 1890, 
before he was here in 1895. It took him some time to came to the ship. For 19 years, he said, then I preached that to my congregation. Now, no more. Those that had the bubonic plague got healed as he taught them and prayed for them. And for a 19-year period, he said, nobody in my church died, not a young person, not a baby, not a middle-aged person, not a child, no one but elderly people that lived their life out. That's the congregation's church. But see, when the truth was preached, they got a hold of it. Well, he came. It was advertised in newspapers because, of course, we didn't have radio and television in 1895. But the newspaper headlined San Francisco and across the nation said, Healer is coming to America. So he got into San Francisco. He had a room reserved in one of the hotels downtown there. And when he got in, actually, in and into his room, the management of the hotel come said, what can we do? We don't know what to do. People are lined up every way from this hotel, four blocks each direction, four different directions, four blocks standing two abreast trying to get to him. You see, people, people want healing. You can't blame them. And Dr. Dowie said himself, I said, well, the, the manager of the hotel said, what are we going to do? They've got the traffic blocked. Well, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll see some of them. So just bring them up to the room one by one. Allow them to come in one by one. Dowie said he interviewed and talked to, I think it was 254, never ministered and prayed for a single one of them. Just sent them away just like they came. When he got to a dear old black woman, I think she was the 254th one. And this dear old black woman didn't have any shoes on because her feet and limbs, I guess you had dropsy among other things, were swollen, you see, to where you couldn't get your shoes in. Her feet were bursted open. Her limbs were bursted open. They'd swollen and burst. And she had gunny sacks. We'd call them down in Texas and here in Oklahoma, toe sacks wrapped around her feet. And everywhere she'd step, she'd leave blood. She came in. She's the 254th one. He never ministered to another one of them, prayed for another one of them. But the 254th, he laid hands on her and she went out. Everybody saw her right perfectly well. Why didn't he minister to the rest of them? They weren't ready. I said, they weren't ready. People come for help sometimes, but really, they won't help on their terms. They're not ready to surrender to the Lord. Are you listening? Amen. Like somebody said, here they came, husband and wife came in for a counselor was telling me, a Christian counselor, because somebody recommended for counseling on marriage. Well, he began to talk to them, found out they weren't really Christians. They, they belonged to some church sometime or another, but they didn't know Jesus, weren't interested in getting saved. Well, he said, this is Christian, you know, counseling. See, you can't help people that's not interested with Christian counseling to live for the Lord and not interested in Jesus. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. Backed by popular demand, Lynette's Bargain Bag. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Craig Hagen entitled The Power of God. 
The next item is the four CD series from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine and the book from Kenneth Hagen, Healing Forever Settled. Also a special faith friend and prayer cloth. All of these items are for the special price of $35. That's $20.40 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you have a prayer request, to send it in to us. And Craig has prayed for you. And if you, and we would like to hear a praise report off of the prayer. And uh, and many, many, many times, the when the, a prayer request comes in, it's sent over to the prayer group. We got prayer groups praying, praying all the time for many different needs. And many of those come up to my desk, and I actually pray over them also. So. You're, when you ask us to pray, your prayer request gets prayed for by me and by many of our prayer partners that are here, right here on campus that's praying all the time. So if you have a request for prayer, you can send it in to the, to the partner services at rhema.org and you know that it will be prayed for by an individual that really is concerned about you receiving what you need from God. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Healing Belongs to Us. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.